Hey guys, it's it's your boy. Uh, it's starting a, a new a new show, a new leaf. It's kind of feels kind of weird having my my two year old child die on me, metaphorically speaking. I don't have any children, but I, I had a YouTube channel that I was running for about two years. I started it in June of 2018. Because a lot of people were talking about censorship, so I thought, you know what? I'll see how the censorship is. I'll start my own channel, see how it is. And I was banned about two days ago for glorifying violence against a protected group. I never actually did any of that. The video was about me. Was wasn't about me at all, actually. It was a news uh, clip from a new a news station, and then a live stream capture for about three hours of you know various clips of what this guy had done. Is he set up a speaker? to blast music into this alley where people were of ill repute were doing illegal things and the donations would play people would donate donations to play music to the speakers loudly and so they were playing derogatory offensive songs and I think that's what I got struck for I never even appeared on stream at all I was documenting history in my opinion but whatever the the robots I appealed it obviously it got denied the robots behind the algorithm don't care they finally gave you the boot. Yo, Jeanette, I'm glad you followed me to my alternate platform. Let me uh, turn on my camera. I told you guys to follow me on alternate shit. That it would happen someday. And it did. <sighs> Whatever. I want to thank everyone who did take my advice. And did follow my alternate YouTube account. And by the way, you should follow... All my alternate YouTube accounts, because I could get locked out of this one anytime. Main website, if you want to know how to get a hold of me, is www.radicallymoderate.live. Put on your bookmarks. It'll change if it. We'll redirect it to whatever is my most current thing. But yes. Yo, your mom on D Live was up. Thanks, thanks for being here. So I was talking to my friend Saeed recently about this COVID, COVID shizzle, and. It's it's got me depressed. It's got me pretty depressed. I'm sick of wearing masks all the time. I'm sure you are too. One time I had an emotion where I felt like I was getting used to my mask. And I felt disgusted with myself and the system and everything that was happening and it filled me full of rage. Oh, I was like, "Oh god, they're conditioning me." I almost was used to it. I never want to get used to wearing a mask. Unless I'm doing drywall. That's the only time I want to wear a mask. Yo, Maria. Asking why did I get banned? I got banned for hate speech. Uh, no, 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 no. Glorifying violence against protected group. I explained. Uh, I'm, I'm still on YouTube. If you guys should follow me on my alternate... Alternate account. Radically moderate live streams. <laughs> but anyways, I'm trying not to... Uh, there it is. I'm gonna link, link that in chat for you guys. We're gonna keep that in the DL though. Okay, no one can find that about that. So let's let's get back to my content. I have a whole bunch of articles I wanted to go with you guys. I'm recording a podcast now too. Hey, podcast listeners, how are you guys doing? You just want to know that. Welcome to the first episode of the RM podcast. Real media, radically moderate, whatever you want to say. RM stands for. We're here for you. 
Because, uh, listen, listen, man. I don't do this for money. I don't do this because I get paid a lot. I, the news anchors who do get paid a lot, you should never trust them. Anyone who's getting paid to do something for you, yeah, is the, the motives are, are iffy. I always question people's motives and incentives, you guys. Always be questioning. And that's why our, one reason why our government was great is because our founders understood that people are not angels. You can't put people in, you can't give people absolute power because they'll go crazy with it. If we were all angels, we wouldn't need a government. But because we're not angels, we have corrupt people in positions of power above us. And look what's happened to our country ever since. I have a couple of news articles here I want to go through. I want to talk about this first one here, though. Founding fathers believed in God and were inspired by Christianity. That's weird for you to say considering you're, you're Muslim side, but you're like supporting Christian, you're repping Christianity like that. But I suppose you would rep any, you would rep God over atheism, I suppose. I don't know how religious you are, but maybe that's your angle. Yo, what up, Carolyn Lowe, Maria? Thank you so much for being on my Discord server, following me on alternate accounts. For yes, this is the great banning. I'm, I am kind of really upset. I am kind of really upset. <sighs> but you know what? Fuck them. I'm not gonna let the algorithm. Oh, you got banned. You gonna quit doing your show? No. Not gonna stop. Oh, you got docs. You gonna stop doing your show? No. If anything, I have I have nothing to lose now. I can be even more unchanged. I don't have to worry about getting banned anymore from YouTube. Fuck them. Fuck YouTube. Fuck the censorship. Oh, you're not getting censored. It's the government. I don't care. It's the new public platform. Listen, guys, for real. There's such thing as a publicly owned private play, private property. Like these, like the parks in Zuccotti and Occupy Wall Street, people were protesting in those parks that are privately owned. They tried to kick out the protesters, but those were public places. And at this point in time, Twitter, YouTube, public platforms, I should have a right to YouTube. Just at me if you if you think otherwise. I don't care. Let's, let's go through this one new article I want to talk about. What is the Great Reset from The Spectator? It's not everything it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You're right. Getting banned is a badge of honor. How many people say they've been banned from YouTube and been demonetized? Demonetized and banned from YouTube? Uh, I guess I'm, I'm fucking edgy enough. Anyways, to the article. The phrase has shot through the fringes of right-wing Twitter like a virus through a karaoke bar. According to Pauline Hansen of the Australian party One Nation, it has attempted to establish, quote, socialist left Marxist view of the world, end quote. James Dellingpool describes it as a global communist takeover plot. This might sound like some sort of cooked up, like something cooked up in a lizard-stalked imagination of a nut, but it refers to a real phenomenon, the World Economic Forum, which organizes an annual conference in Davos, has launched an initi initiative called YES, The Great Reset. It has its own website. So, it's not just a feature of a hot-headed conspiratorial fantasies. It exists. But as what? Somehow, it is difficult to believe the World Economic Forum and its partners are, as Hansen and Dellingpool suggest, communists. 
Its partners, after all, include Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, IBM, IKEA, Lockheed Martin, Ericsson, Deloitte, and nothing else. If all else, hold on. In nothing else, if all the biggest beneficiaries of capitalism are communists, what does it say about capitalism? Still, we should always be careful before writing off theories as nuts. It matters that some of the world's richest and most powerful people are so interested in resetting the way we live. You think of what you you can think what you like about their ideas and their activities, but it'd be foolish to deny their significance. To find out what the Great Reset actually means, I've turned to the book written by World Economic Forum founder and Ernst Starvo Bolfield, lookalike Klaus Schwab, in collaboration with The Economist, whatever. COVID-19, The Great Reset, considers a world after a pandemic audacious given that it's written less than six months after the virus has happened. If you read The Great Reset in anticipation of some type of Baroque manifesto of world tyranny, you'll be disappointed. There is no elaborate schemes of globe-spanning coup d'etats and techno... Tech, what was that? Okay. There are no elaborate schemes. Uh, Schwab and Marlette report, the evident glumness in intergovernmental organizations have gloomy prospects in the world where ch the Chinese essentially do what they want. What's that noise, bro? Towards the end of the book, there is an earnest little section about safeguarding mental health and then a sunny little riff about walking into a nature to avoid inflammation. This is no communist manifesto. The communist manifesto was a bracing read. He's peddling the idea of the stakeholder capitalism, which essentially maintains the corporate that corporations have expansive duties than maximizing profits for shareholders. This concept is vague that Facebook, IBM, Lockheed Martin, etc. are free to interpret as they wish. Okay, this is stupid. I'm done now. But let's talk about this great reset, though. The, uh, the great reset, you guys. Are you ready to reset? Tucker Carlson talks about the Great Reset on Fox News. Though they're a right-wing news source, they would talk about right-wing crazy conspiracy theories. Wouldn't they? Can I play this? This is a... Uh, this is from yesterday. Okay? And if I wanted this to be recorded right, I'm going to have it... I'm going to mute my desktop and have it play through my speakers. And in some places, that's already happening. If you have kids, you've seen it. Joe Biden has promised more of it. Masks and quarantines, limits on travel, restrictions on who you can eat with, who you can touch, and how. The most intimate details of our lives completely controlled by our leadership class. People who used to scream at politicians, keep your hands off my body, aren't saying a thing about this. In fact, they're encouraging it. So the question is, what exactly is this about? It's not about science. If masks and lockdowns prevented spikes in coronavirus infections, we wouldn't be seeing spikes in coronavirus infections after nine months. But we are seeing them. So clearly the geniuses got it wrong once again. This time they're not even bothering to point to legitimate scientific studies to support continuing their policies because there aren't any studies that support that. So what is going on? 
Catholic Archbishop Carlo Maria Vagano has some idea, has thought about it. Vagano is one of the truth-tellers in his church. He made himself deeply unpopular several years ago with many in the hierarchy by exposing their complicity in decades of sex abuse. They hate him for it. But Vagano is 79 years old, and in the way that older people stop caring what others think, he really doesn't care, so instead he says what he thinks is true. A few weeks ago, he wrote a letter to President Donald Trump assessing the lockdowns from a perspective you almost never hear in this country. No one up until last February, Vagano wrote, would ever have thought that in all of our cities, citizens would be arrested simply for wanting to walk down the street, to breathe, to want to keep their businesses open, to want to go to church on Sunday. Yet now it is happening all over the world. The fundamental rights of citizens and believers are being denied in the name of a health emergency that is revealing itself more and more fully as instrumental to the establishment of an inhuman, faceless tyranny." End quote. Now, you may not have heard those words before, and there's a reason for that. The usual foot soldiers for conformity in our news media did their best to suppress and discredit Vagano's letter to the president. Yahoo News tried to tie the elderly clergyman somehow to QAnon, which to them made sense. He alleged that a global health emergency was being used by the people in power for ends that had nothing to do with the virus itself. And of course, that's crazy talk. It's a conspiracy theory, Russian disinformation, probably racist. Better pull it off the internet right away. Censor those ideas before they infect the whole... Well, I've got some doubters in chat here. I'm going to go through a picture I posted to my Instagram later. By the way, follow me on Instagram. Country. That's the media position on that. The only problem is that what Vagano wrote is actually true. It's not a conspiracy theory. It is factually accurate. Watch this video from September. You may not have seen it. It wasn't played much in this country. This is the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, speaking to the United Nations. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Oh, this is our chance, says Justin Trudeau. Not our chance to save you from a virus with a 99% survival rate. You'll almost certainly be fine, and they're fully aware of that. This is our chance to impose totally unprecedented social controls on the population in order to bypass democracy and change everything to conform with their weird academic theories that have never been tested in the real world and, by the way, don't actually make sense. This is their chance. Quote, this pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset, end quote. Keep in mind, that's not from QAnon. That is a head of state talking. And he's not alone. Klaus Schwab is the founder of the World Economic Forum. Schwab has written a book called COVID-19. He's the founder of the World Economic Forum, and he wrote this book? Oh, I don't like this at all. The Great Reset. The book isn't really about science or medicine. No. Instead, it describes, quote, what changes will be needed to create a more inclusive, resilient, and sustainable world going forward, end quote. What changes is Schwab talking about? We don't know. What we're certain of is that you're going to pay for them, and the people in charge will benefit from them. You can bet on that. What's telling is how different this is now from the way our leaders were talking back when the pandemic began. So statewide coronavirus lockdowns in this country started about eight months ago in mid-March. At the time, California's governor, Gavin Newsom, predicted that 56% of his state's population, that's more than 25 million people, 
would become infected with the virus within eight weeks. Businesses would need to shut down, Newsom acknowledged, but he also promised it would all be over soon. Quote, this is not a permanent state, Newsom assured us. It is a moment in time, and that should have made us nervous. Because in the end, that moment continued indefinitely. Pretty soon, Gavin Newsom was telling us who we were allowed to be around and who we were allowed to talk to. As always, I want to remind you, limit your mixing with people outside of your household. I thought you were going to say people outside your race. Jokes, guys, jokes. It's just common sense, uh, but the data suggests not everybody's practicing common sense. Okay, so that was in July when Gavin Newsom told the data suggests. What have we learned from the data since then? Well, as of November 15th, about 2.6% of the total state of California has been infected. That's roughly 20 million fewer people than Gavin Newsom predicted would be infected by May. So in some ways, that looks like a victory. Can we declare victory? No, just the opposite. Today, Newsom announced that more lockdowns are underway. California. Sa Saeed, Saeed is one of my, my viewers here, and he's saying, my dad tells me how black people, please kill black people and everything. Saeed, are you guys black? I thought you guys were like North African, kind of light-skinned, probably white passing. Yeah, you're not black. What is your dad talking about? Is your dad black? What is going on? Now, if your dad's black, sure enough, what is he talking about? No, that's what I thought. You guys probably look like Muslim or Arab or is tan or something, but it's like. He's pulling the emergency brake. The emergency brake on life itself. Tonight, 41 counties in our biggest state are under the most restrictive form of lockdown. Churches, gyms, restaurants, etc., cannot conduct any kind of indoor operations. So on what grounds is Gavin Newsom declaring this? Well, scientific grounds, of course. Gavin Newsom believes in science, but he doesn't believe in it for himself. Because personally, as a man, Gavin Newsom is exempt from the laws of epidemiology. And we know this because nine days ago, the governor was caught violating his own guidelines, eating at one of the state's most expensive restaurants with a dozen other... Okay, I already, I already watched this show, from this clip the rest of the night, so I'm not going to play the rest of this for you guys. But that was a little interesting clip there from Fox News. So if, guys, I'm pulling up a picture that's on my Instagram, radically.moderate. You should be following me there. And it shows the communist cohesive methods for eliciting individual compliance. Biderman report from 1956 and... No, it says COVID-19. I think that was photoshopped in there. Now, I think, I think this was changed from like a, what they do to actual prisoners of war in China. So this is what they do. They'd isolate the prisoners of war, deprive individuals of social support and his ability to resist, make individuals dependent upon the capture. Individuals develops intense concern with self. So... You isolate people. Well, what's going on here? What's going on with COVID-19? Social distancing, isolation from loved ones, massive job loss, solitary confinement, semi-isolation, quarantines, containment camps. What's what's going? On? What's another chart of cohesion? Monopolization of perception fixes all attention upon immediate predicament, frustrates all actions not consistent with compliance. And eliminate stimuli competing with those controlled by the captor. And on the COVID-19 side, we got restrict movement. All right, create a monopoly. Uh, great, create mon montanity, mon monotony, and boredom. 
Prevent gatherings, meetings, concerts, sports. Dominate media. 24-7 censor information. Oh, yeah, they're doing that already. Induced uh, debility and exhaustion. Weakens mental, physical ability resist. People become worn out by tension and fear. Induced uh, debility. Forced to stay at home. All media is negative. Not permitted to exercise or socialize. Threats. Cultivates anxiety and despair. Gives demands and consequences for non-compliance. Threatens to close businesses. Levy fines. Predict, predict extension, extension of quarantine. Forced vaccinations. Create containment camps. Occasional indulgence. So it provides motivation for compliance. Hinders an, uh, adjustment to de uh, deprivation. Creates hope for change. Reduces resistance. This keeps people unsure of what's happening. So this is the, you know, allowing reopenings of some stores and services. Let restaurants open, but only at certain capacity. Increase more people, uh, increase more people allowed to gather. Follow concessions with tougher rules. And that's what happened, guys. Oh, we're shutting back down again. Demonstration, uh, demonstrate omnipotence. Demonstrate full futility resistance. Show who is in charge. Provide positive motivation for compliance. Shut down entire economies across the world. Create money out of nowhere. Force dependency. Develop total surveillance with nanochips and 5G. Well, okay. Now now this stream is now flaked because we said, we said those two words together. The fifth and then the thing that rhymes with me. Degradation. Makes resistance seem worse than compliance. Creates feelings of helplessness. Creates fear of freedom dependence on captors. Humiliation, degradation techniques. Shame people who don't wear masks, don't distance. Make people who stand on circles and, be, and between lines. Make people stand outside and wait in queues. Oh, I hate that. It was in summertime in the blistering sun of Colorado on like a 90 degree day. I have to wait to enter the store because there's a capacity. And I got my mask on, and it's hot, and my blonde thin hair is not very good at blind. I'm getting sunburnt on my bald spot. <sighs> Should have brought a hat. No, I shouldn't have to do this shit. They should just let people in the store without trying to count and maintain numbers. But hey, I was just happy that they allowed two entrances now in the store. I don't have to walk by the same entrance now, which is stupid anyways, but... It was also stupid, guys. You know how I knew it was really dumb? When this was first going down in the middle of summer, the local Walmarts of my of my in my state of Colorado had bought the bought these banners that say, "Please wear a mask to help to reduce the spread." And on the flip side of the mask said, uh, "Wear your mask as required by local ordinances." So, because they weren't sure about the mask mandate yet, they made some some states were optional, some states weren't. The health experts were still on the coin before they made the cult decision. So, yes, they always work. They had bought these banners on the off chance you're going to be optional again, or not, because that was, that was a state. They're flipping coins on how it should be. And so, the Walmart, as a business, took precautions and just, all right, we'll prepare for both, non-mandatory and mandatory. Please wear your mask. That's smart business in my Walmart, but it was just like sign of the times, bro. Here's some other last pits here. Enforcing trivial demands. Develop habit of compliance. Demands are made demands made are illogical and contradictory. Rules 
on compliance may never change. Like having to have the mask cover your mouth while you're chewing. Nice one, California. Reinforces who is in control. Family members must stand apart. Mass in home, even when having sex. Random limits on who's allowed to gather. Sanitizers to be used over and over in a day. Oh, you haven't heard that? Oh, there's lots of people who said you should wear the mask when doing it with your loved ones. What's that? What's that? Wear mask during sex. I better not get a bunch of naughty pictures showing up here. Yeah, it's right here. WebMD. Officials official recommends wearing mask during coitus. September 8th, 2020. Canada Chief Public Health Official has issued safe sex guidelines during the pandemic. Recommends you wearing a face mask during a sexual encounter with someone outside your quarantine group. <laughs> now you're laughing. You're going to get a... Uh, I believe they, uh, some of the police now are using, looking at binoculars and looking into Jewish synagogues to make sure they're following social distance rules and there's not too many people in there. Police are literally spying into places of worship to enforce this shit. You don't think they'll start spying in your bedroom? Who, who's to know they're not spying on me right now? Oh, shit, I should wear a mask right now. I'm broadcasting this. They're going to get me. Also, make sure to wear a condom. But also, more importantly, wear a mask. Okay, guys. If we weren't living in complete clown world, I want to show you this right here. The CDC claims that smoking is directly responsible for 480,000 yearly deaths, including 25,000 from just secondhand smoke. Yet the government has never forced anyone to stop smoking to save a life. So why are they forcing you to wear a mask? Still think this is about saving lives? Fuck! Fuck! Yo, Igloo, thank you for the follow. Igloo, I was banned from YouTube, so I'm upset. I ho hopefully you become a huge fan of me on Twitch. Give me lots of money. <laughs> so I can buy views. I'm joking, man. So, this happened. Still think this is about saving lives, you guys? I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. Yeah, COVID more dangerous than AIDS. Uh, you know what? It might be. <laughs> at least the old people, man. Old people are getting ravaged by COVID. Actually, I think it's way more than Corona. Nobody cares. There are like 70,000 abortions in 2020 or something. Nobody's stopping that. Well, the whole point is if you're following the Georgia Guidestones, you know they, wanna, they want 500 million people on the planet. So abortions are a good start and killing off old people is a good start. And we got to somehow just start slicing down this number of people. Just go, you 10 million there, 5 million there, 4 million there. We're going to have our own cultural revolution. Or no, what was that? Giant leap forward. Except they're going to call it the Great Reset. Oh my God, am I worried. Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. I don't want to die. I was reading some of the, uh, some of the, the 
stories of the people who survived the the um the great reset i mean the great leap forward in china's uh, maoist china the people in what hunan the breadbasket of china had it the worst people were eating bark off of trees eating boiling grass one report even said that the person would eat coal to silence the demons in their stomach they had two million people starve in like a st uh, an area of the size of a state, or four million people starve over four years, and it was like there was only like eight million people in that province. Half the people in that province starved to death. Imagine half the people in your town dying from starvation. And this is the same time China was exporting grain to like other countries because they're trying to like pay they're exporting grain to Russia or something because they're trying to pay them back and they're actually exporting grain at the exact rate they needed to like feed the people to keep them alive they could have prevented all these people from dying of starvation if they didn't export the grain <laughs> but hey governments are evil right people are evil some people are saying China's evil you could say the leadership of China is evil I want to say the whole people don't want to offend any Chinese people. But the Chinese Communist Party can suck a dick. They do have one redeeming fact, though. I got this thing on Instagram here. When the Chinese government are pointing, out, pointing at the European and American governments as conspirators in white genocide, what if they're telling the truth? What? 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 Now, if you talk about white genocide, people will instantly label you some type of far-right extremist danger. You're pushing dangerous conspiracy theories that have led to shootings like Christchurch. I think that's a little unfair. You mean we can talk about something that's observable or not? You can talk about things that aren't real. Apparently, some ideas are so scary you're not allowed to talk about them, like white genocide. Fuck those people who don't want you to talk about them. That's literally why I want to talk about it. I want to talk about things that get you in trouble. And that's why I get my fucking YouTube channel banned. <sighs> no one's going to stop me from fucking my free speech. Not even people in Biden's administration. You guys hear about that? What's that? That's that new person? Biden admin. There's someone who uh, they want to take over the. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Not one word. I'm going to try to bring it up really quickly here. Stick with me, guys. How are you doing? You like this type of show? Leave a like. Subscribe. Leave a comment because it really does help the show grow. We are starting from scratch. And uh, make sure you visit my website, www.radicallymoderate.live. An actual website coming soon, as soon as I build it. Right now, it just redirects to the DLive, where you guys should be following me. Ooh. I'm trying to find... Jeez. I forgot what I was going to search for. Oh, yeah, limiting speech. The, 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 where is he?
I figured this would be a big deal. Breitbart might have it. Is it me or do you keep cutting out? Uh, I don't think I'm cutting out. Maybe it's you. Is anyone else confirm that I'm cutting out? Saeed? Anyone? Jeez, I'm f oh fudge. I should have looked this up ahead of time. God. Speech. Okay, that's not important. Darn. Oh yeah, the Zoom stream went down. A working live stream. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay. I'm stalling, stalling still. <laughs> As I try quickly try to find this article I tweeted out maybe. Oh yeah, guys. 50 uh, here's a cool thing. $50 we find out later that the FBI was giving multiple tips about voter fraud all of the United States and did absolutely nothing about it. Yeah, I bet. I bet they did. You think the FBI does anything? Ah, Jesus Christ. That's so loud. <laughs> I gotta mute that fucking notification. It's scaring the fuck out of me. People keep people people keep on subbing and you'll spook me some more. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, I'm giving up looking for this article. Let's see. It's first uh first amendment. First Amendment needs guide rails, is what he was saying. Guide. First Amendment guide rails. Let's see here. Guide rails called unsafe. You mean first amendment guide rules? Yes. Okay, this is gonna drive me crazy until I find this uh, news article. It's gotta be around here somewhere. This is why I, your streams lose ever all your viewers, Rack Lamar, because you're so boring because you're focusing on this one thing. Uh, okay, you got me. We'll slide on to the next article here. Biden's transition team. Yeah, it was one of the people on Biden's transitions team. If I could just get a list of them. I could just see who one of them is. We'll never we'll never find out, guys. We'll never find out. Damn it. No, I, I'm stuck on it. There we go. Who was this? Biden transition team says First Amendment is flawed because it permits hate speech. 
I told you this would happen. No one is allowed to speak out against the official explanations. Biden propagandist anti-free speech, RT. Number 14th. Biden transition team. Uh, head of state-owned media sees design flaw in the First Amendment. Advocates law against hate speech. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Bridging or abridging the freedom of speech. Richard Stengel, the point man of state-owned media for Joe Biden transition team, has said the protection of hateful speech that can provoke violence is a design flaw in the Constitution and should be fixed with new guide rails. I, Congress shall make no law limiting speech, though. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? I'll get to that in a little bit, bro. <laughs> that channel's a crazy name, bro. Okay. Stengel, a former MSNBC contributor, is a transition team leader for the United States Agency for Global Media, which includes broadcaster Voice of America, Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, and Medio Middle Eve Broadcasting Networks. So literal propaganda, by the way, you guys. In case you didn't know, United States funds Voice of America, Radio Free Europe, in Europe and around the world to kind of like spread the American message, spread liberty. They actually have pretty strict journalistic standards. Voice of America, like they won't report on a story unless two other independent sources have confirmed the story. He's likely the head of an agency if Biden becomes president in January. Ironically, that means Washington's foreign propaganda outlets, which traditionally have promoted America's founding principles, would be seen by a man, overseen by a man with restrictive views on the most fundamental of those tenets, freedom of speech. That is really ironic. All speech is not equal, Stengel wrote last year in an op-ed. And where truth cannot drive out lies, we must add new guardrails. If truth cannot drive out lies, then maybe those lies aren't lies. You just think they're lies. Maybe they are both exist at the same time. Maybe you can have two parallel truths. I'm all for protecting the thought I'm all for protecting thought that we hate, but not speech that incites hate. Wait, what? Speech that incites... What does this word incite means? This word incite is carrying a lot of weight these days. Your speech incites violence. Your speech incites hate. Hate's an emotion. Now, you can say call to actions. Like, you can't say, all right, everybody in front of me, let's go beat up that guy right over there. And get your mob together and do that, because that's a call to action. And you, yeah, you should be responsible for that. But not, if you say certain X group is inferior to other group, I don't think that should incites hate. If anything, maybe incites hate in some people, but also maybe it incites love in others. Uh, what love? How could, no. Uh, funny, humor. Maybe people laugh at somebody being so stupid for saying those words. Like, there is this video going viral right now of this guy 
yelling at. Can we can we get a video of that? Hey producer, producer, can we get the can we pull it up there, producer, really quickly, Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer, can we pull this up, please? Uh, the video of the guy yelling at the uh, at the people to change their their ballot this morning. Just completely chewing them out. What's that guy's name? Oh, God. We'll never know. <laughs> you already said that once today. I'm joking. Uh, yes. Let's see. What's his name? What is this guy's name? Deleted. So what did he do? He broke laws for cyberbullying. Ned Stabler. Ned Stabler. Mr. Ned Stabler. Some say he incited violence. Does does he get punished by these new hate speech laws? Ned Stabler, one Detroit community update. So what this is what he 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 went on a rant yesterday in case you guys didn't know. Yelling at his local board members. Percent of the even balanced when it was less than thirty percent last time, so it's doubled. It's gotten way better because the Secretary of State actually jumped in and did her job, unlike you. But I know it's not going to change your opinion. Um, you talked about not certifying Detroit, even though you acknowledge that Livonia, a city, by the way. I know you know is 95% white, had bigger variances than Detroit, which is 80% black. We understand, and you now added your name. So I, I'm not gonna try and change your mind. I just wanna let you know that the Trump stick, the stain of racism that you, William Hartman and Monica Palmer have just covered yourself in is going to follow you throughout history. Your grandchildren are going to think of you like Bull Connor or George Wallace. Monica Palmer and William Hartman will forever be known in southeastern Michigan as two racists who did something so unprecedented that they disenfranchised hundreds of thousands. All right, that's enough of that point. I'm sick of that guy's voice. But, hey, I mean, is he inciting violence there? A lot of people kind of wanted to attack and beat up those two people there. He was calling out. It incites hate. People were hating those people because of the things he was saying. Oh, but he's calling out evil. Okay, it's okay to hate evil. Well, what's evil? People who don't agree with us, it seems. I agree with you, Tim Scott. That guy like that, I don't know how we're supposed to coexist together like him. There are people out there who want to do terrible things to you because you have opinions they don't agree with. It's like, what the hell? There's evil people out there, yeah. Little does he know that Ned Stabler doesn't realize that he's being one of the evil ones. The pathway to hell is paved with good intention. Ned thinks he's being virtuous by acting unvirtuous against people he deems evil. <sighs> Depressing. Stengel gave examples of sophisticated Arab diplomats who had questioned why constitutional rights would allow citizens to burn a copy of the Quran. That's a fair question. No, it's not. 
Yes, the First Amendment protects the thought that we hate. It should not protect hateful speech that can cause violence to by one group against another. What do you mean that can cause violence? You mean speech that makes people get up and convinces them to just start punching people in the... I've never seen speech like that. That doesn't happen. Unless they're actually calling people to do it, then it should be illegal. In an age when everyone has a megaphone, it seems like a design flaw. Uh, no, you just got to learn to deal with it. Block people. No one else is in charge of your emotions but yourself, okay? There, I can tell you right now, personally on the internet, there is no combination of words you can say that would make me commit suicide, okay? Or cause violence against any other group of people. So the thought that we need to ban people because they might say words that might cause some other people to do acts of violence or you to do an act of violence. It's like, hey, uh, no. People are not just mindless zombies. Some of them are, but then those zombies aren't going to be effective anyways. Those zombies need direct control. The, the gullible people who would beat up somebody aren't going to do it unless you give them a direct order to do so. Another example that Stengel cited was an alleged... Oh, hold on. I got, I got people blowing up. I mean, what are you talking about, radically moderate? There's, there's heat all the time. Hate speech is awful. You, do, you think it's okay to scream the N-word at a five-year-old child going to school? Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Did I say I approve of that? Uh, I think it should be legal. I think it should be shamed, but legal. Much like a, you know, a 50-year-old guy trying to pick up an 18-year-old. Legal, shameful. Hate speech, hate speech laws are coming fast. Hell yeah, they are. <gasps> Alex Bleeping Jones. Thank you for following me. I'm glad to have you here. Hate speech laws cannot be allowed to take hold in this country. You're damn straight. And I'm glad we got some conservative justices that will protect our free speech. I hope, I hope, God only hopes they protect our First Amendment. <sighs> They're not going to protect our Second Amendment, that's for sure. Did you see that? No, I did not see that. Another example that Stingle cited was an alleged Russian interference in 2016. Our foremost liberty protects any bad actors who hide behind it to weaken our society. He wrote, Russian agents assume fake identities, promulgate false narratives, and spread lies on Twitter, Facebook, all protected by the First Amendment. Well, now, now you know what that sounds like a lot to me, guys. That sounds a little bit like Yuri... Yuri Bezmenov posting here. Mr. Bezmenov was born in 1939. The phrase ideologic. No one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process. I'm gonna I'm not gonna have you listen to this whole video, but I'm gonna. There's one key moment. I don't know if it's in this one, but it's in some video. Where he says, his balls, then he will understand. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation. 
Uh, Maybe it's near the end. He somebody a, somebody asked him, "What can we do to prevent this demoralization from happening?" Washington D.C. with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who promised lots of things. Never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. Your leftists in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders. Me too, Tim Scott. They are instrumental in the process of the of the. Uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are not they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them, when when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist Leninists come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies of Marxist Leninists when they come to power. And that's what happened in Nicaragua. You remember most of these uh, former Marxist Leninists were either put to prison or one of them split and now he's working against Sandinistas. It happened in, in uh, uh, Grenada when Maurice Bishop was, he was already a Marxist. Well, I can't find the clip right now, but the main point he says is if we want to prevent the subversion in our democracy, we're going to have to roll back some fr from some freedoms. Until we drive out the infection, it sounds it sounds like it's pretty bad. So we either have to fucking do some shit now to prevent the spread from getting worse. But at this point, I think we're already too too far gone, bro. Our country's fucked. That's why I voted for Trump. I'm an accelerationist. The shit is hitting the fan. He was executed. When the Chinese are pointing out the European and American governments are conspirators in white genocide, what if they're telling the truth? No way. White genocide's not a thing. Nobody's killing... Have you seen the definition of genocide? They're just not having babies. Okay. What if you, what if you promote your policy so you bring in a bunch of non-white people? Oh no, what's 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 flip it around? Let's say you have this great country called like uh Liberia. You have this wonderful African country of Liberia, mostly black people. And they they set up the the Liberian government set up a a uh duly elected, but whatever, they don't care, they're politicians. They set up an immigration policy, a million white people a year move to their country. And about fifty years later, you find that like the country is like almost half white and all the white people are conspiring to like kill not kill but like you know kill the 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 minority the growing minor the you know the, the becoming minority people a lot of people would say oh that's apartheid that happened in South Africa yeah well now it's happening in North America I can't wait if everyone, even half the population, were not wearing masks during lockdowns, the shit would end. If we could go to a bar, I mean, literally, that post I was reading you earlier, all the signs of abuse or, like, isolation, they're isolating us from each other. We're not allowed to meet up and talk to random strangers. It's hard to meet people. Get all your information through the TV. <sighs> Everyone's being censored all the time. It's getting really, really crazy to be alive. I can't take it anymore. I really, I, I don't know what to do. Inject me now. 
Inject Me Now, concert goers demand mandatory vaccination so they're allowed to see live music again. The NPCs are finally ready to submit. Although Ticketmaster denied it had come to a final decision on whether to mandate vaccination certification to allow people to buy tickets, many expressed their agreement with the idea, one commenting, Inject Me Now. A report in Billboard magazine claimed that the ticketing company would mandate customers to prove they had a negative COVID test or had taken the vaccination before their purchase was approved. The news arrived shortly before the announced drug company Pfizer had developed a coronavirus vaccine of 90% success rate. However, while Ticketmaster admitted it was exploring the, the idea, the company released a statement saying there will be absolutely no requirement for mandated vaccines yet. We got some tweets responding to this. Inject me now. Honestly, I would do anything for a concert right now. That's how they get you, man. You're falling right into the plot. Like pawns. And there it is. Vaccines will be mandatory in all about now. In fact, the if you read the original Billboard magazine Twitter thread, the clear majority of responses were against the idea, completely contradicting the BBC's claim that the majority of fans welcome the move. Yeah. Um, speaking of forced vaccines, if you guys hear what's going on, if you guys hear what's going on in Denmark, Denmark is pretty crazy. Dankmark. <laughs> I want to go to Dankmark. Here it is. Denmark passes law enabling forced coronavirus vaccinations. Get ready. Get ready. Line up. Bend over. We're going to stick this needle in your tuchus. Denmark has passed an emergency law that allows the government to force people to take the vaccine for coronavirus. The emergency law gives authority, authorities sweeping power to tackle COVID-19 pandemic and remain in force until March 2021. Wow. A whole year and some months. Citizens who refuse to be tested for the coronavirus will face fines and potentially prison time and will be prevented from entering shops, grocery stores, public institutions, hospitals, while also being restricted from using public transport. As well as enforcing quarantine measures, the law allows the authorities to force people to be vaccinated even though there is currently no vaccination for the virus. <laughs> what if they in vaccinate you for something that's... They're just injecting you of something under the guise of calling it a vaccination. Copenhagen University law professor, writer, said the new measures were certainly the most extreme since World War, Second World War. The initial draft of the law were even more draconian and would allow police to enter private homes without a warrant if there was suspicion of a coronavirus infection. Holy crap. Holy crap. Wow. Wow. All my political opponents might have coronavirus is all I'm saying. 
They all might have coronaviruses, and we got to quarantine them. However, this measure will be dropped after opposition from the other party. Really? Well, not the not the whole thing, though. Denmark currently has 875 cases and only two deaths. Two deaths! You're giving up all this freedom for two fucking deaths. Man, man, aren't we glad we left Europe? America, God bless it for now. But Paul Joseph Watson here is right, is right though. We we do live on a prison planet. That's his Twitter handle, prison planet. No matter where you go on this planet, you're going to be a prisoner to the to the banking establishment. What other what other news stories are going on here? Carl Schwab, the Great Reset, will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. Hot. Nice. The f- the fourth reset, the great reset, or the fourth industrial revolution, as Schwab calls it, is merging man with machine. The industrial revolution. Hold on, hold on, guys. Um, Deus X. Not the right one. We got to find the right music. Where is the where is the song everybody plays? Oh, man, whatever. I want to play the Mimi song right now. The the <laughs> the paranoid song that you play when you have the spooky music. Oh, shit. I do, I do this production live, you guys. I'm just blackpilled over this whole situation. All we can do is not get the vaccine, and then you won't be able to work, shop, or travel. Fuck, man, and I really don't want to take this vaccine. Believe me, I hate the idea of this Forks vaccination bullshit. There we go. Back to the article. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, digital, biological identity, Schwab told the Chicago Council of Global Affairs. Carl Schwab, the fourth industrial revolution will lead to a fusion of our physical, digital, ideological identity, tweeted out. Schwab went to explain how his book, Shaping the Future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, was particularly popular in China, South Korea, and Japan. With the South Korean military purchasing 16,000 copies. In the book, Schwab explains with excitement how upcoming technology will allow authorities to intrude into the hither to private place of our minds, reading our thoughts, influencing our behavior. He goes to predict that this will provide an incentive for law enforcement to implement minority report style pre crime programs 
As capabilities in this area improve, the temptation for law enforcement agencies and courts to use techniques will determine the likelihood of criminal activities, assess guilt, or even possibly retrieve memories directly from people's brains will increase. Even crossing a national border one day may involve a detailed brain scan to assess a individual security's risk. Uh, don't, don't even get me started on Neuralink with, with Elon Musk. Swab also waxes lyrically about the transhumanist utopian dream shared by all elites, which will ultimately lead to the creation of human cyborgs. Fourth Industrial Revolution Technologies will not stop at just becoming part of the physical world around us. They will become part of us. Indeed, some of us already feel that our smartphones have become an extension of ourselves. Today, external devices, from wearable computers to virtual reality headsets. Gotta loop this now. Will almost certainly become implantable in our bodies and brains. Swab also openly endorses something the media still claims is solely a domain of discussion of conspiracy theorists, namely active implantable microchips that break the skin barrier of our bodies. The globalist hails the arrival of implantable devices that will likely help communicate thoughts normally expressed verbally through built-in smartphone, potentially unexpressed thoughts or moods by reading brainwaves and other signals. So in other words, the fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity relates to the transhumanist singularity and a future where people have their every movement tracked, every thought read by an implantable chip. This isn't a conspiracy. This isn't a conspiracy theory when they're openly telling you what they want to do. Did you see that article? That tweet? The World Economic Forum? Welcome to 2030. I own nothing, I have no privacy, and life has never been better. Welcome to the year 2030. Welcome to my city, or should I say our city. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. Let me tell you, baby, somebody owns them and it ain't you. And it's pro if it's the government, somebody's owning those clothes and houses and that car. But it makes perfect sense to us in the city. Everything you consider a product has now become a service. Oh. I mean, they're already going that way right now with games as a service, tractors as a service. Farmers aren't allowed to repair their own tractors anymore. You have to, because they're, they're, like, they're, they're like basically giant computers with giant wheels that, that drive through cow shit. That if you want to like update it or add new features to it, you got to update the software. And guess who makes the software? Farmers do, farmers can't code, okay? They can weld, but they can't code. And so they can install a new latch and fix a belt and, and fix a broken piece and metal and install it themselves and maybe get a new one machined if they gotta. But they can't write code. 
for these for these goddamn tractors. But hey, games as a service, tractors as a service, your life as a service. You're just a cog in the machine, making making your r- ruling class rich. I'm going to read some of the chat for a little bit here. They denied it when I called them. I told them they do this bullshit and they will not be getting my cash. Most of the people have too much to lose, even though they'll lose it all if they don't stand up. I understand, man. Seeing an election being stolen in this country like this makes us so angry. And you know what? It'd be, it'd be kind of worth it if we, like, reformed our election. Like, we, if we got rid of voting machines completely. If we had to sacrifice another Trump presidency, because let's be honest, guys. Let's be honest. Trump was being completely stymied by the deep state. 100%. They were fucking him up and stopping him at every turn and possibility. Now, some people may like that. But to the people who voted for him, they did not like that. They wanted their 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 electoral will to be executed. They voted for it. It's only fair. The people in charge get the lead. As long as the system isn't corrupt. But now, I mean, hey, France doesn't do mail-in voting because there is so much fraud associated with this. France is a smaller country, like the size of Texas. If they couldn't figure out how to get rid of all the fraud of mail-in voting, what do you think can happen in the United States when we have all these little states doing all these little things? There's so many independent gears. Obviously, there's fraud everywhere going on all the time. Is the fraud more than the margin of victory? In this case, a lot of people seem to think yes. There's some weird things going on. You just bought five acres? Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of you, bro. Congratulations. Hopefully, it was a good deal. I'm going to Atlanta to protest Saturday. I don't have much, but I'll get by. I've been calling out all these conservatives to set their hands. We will lose our country if we just sit on the couch and type on our keyboards. Yeah, when at the same time it's like, well, what? I standing on the side of the street waving your flag going to get any more shit done? Now, it depends what you're doing on your keyboard. If you're like a thought leader, maybe if you can motivate people to do shit, they'll call that hate speech and ban you. <laughs> Oh my god, it's it's really becoming really fucking frustrating if you wanted to like fight for change. If you if you're like a pro-war nas- uh if you're an anti-war nationalist on either side, you're just getting fucked by the machine right now. Especially if you're if you're going against cultural norms, which is what I mean, I don't care if somebody's right or wrong or has unpopular beliefs or not. I just, you know, what's that, what's that speech? What's that guy who said that? Thomas Paine? Or he's like, I don't care about whatever you say, but I'll offend to death your right to say it. (laughs) That's not an exact quote. Don't yell at me, guys. Okay, you you get what I'm doing. You understand my gist. My gestalt. Study warns that new work-from-home trend is making people more racist. 
how does working from home make people more racist? Uh, a new study being promoted by the mass media claims that working from home makes people more racist because they are less exposed to the diversity in the workplace. <laughs> a survey conducted by a polling company's Servation for the Wolf Institute warns that without uh, alternative settings to offices being set up, opportunities for social mixing between different religions, ethnic groups will be greatly reduced, according to the BBC. 76% of those who... Sh you know, the only solution is that is to have enforced miscegenation. You have to marry someone of a different race. So when you're working at home, you're exposed to diversity. It's the only solution. If you want to fight racism, everyone should be forced to race to marry someone from a different race. And then in one generation... No more race. Uh, in like three generations. You, no, black friends isn't enough. Nope, nope, that's not good enough. Nope, having a Jewish friend, having black friends isn't good enough. You need to marry someone of the alternate, alternate sex. And you need to have a baby who does not look like you. That's the only way to combat racism. Uh, let's see here. 76% of those who work from home in shared offices in the UK are exposed to ethnic diversity, meaning they work from home, uh, they're isolated from settings, so they're more likely to be prejudiced according to the study. Here, listen guys. It's, it's like this. The longer you're not exposed to people of color, you just become like more racist over time. Just more and more and more and more and more racist until you hit this like... It just keeps going forever actually, okay? So those Eskimos who have never seen a black person in their life, people in some parts of rural Japan, rural parts of China, maybe maybe Russia, maybe some parts of Finland, like super north. These people are incredibly racist because they've never seen a black person in their life. And because the, the last time they had experience with black people is because there were warring tribes coming to... No, I'm joking. With 37% with of unemployed people are seeing, are also more likely to only have friends within their ethnic group. 37% of people are confirmed racist. They, they do not have any black friends. <laughs> they asked. 63% of people say they have a black friend. They pulled them. Oh my god. We have a huge number of people now working from home due to the restrictions. 44% of the workforce in the UK. This presents a conundrum for technocrats overseeing the Great Reset that seeks to restructure capitalism. Academia, long removed from scientific breakthrough and existential exploration, has seemingly become an industry dedicated to a ruthless pursuit of racism wherever it may dwell. Ooh. Let's see here. The Wolf Institute studies relationships between faiths and ethnicities in the UK and wouldn't exist if it couldn't root out even more bizarre instances of prejudice to publicize. I'm getting bored of this article. Seeking to answer whether continued immigration and corresponding growing ethnic diversity was having a positive impact on a community cohesion, the study found the opposite to be the case. So diversity isn't really a strength after all, but our new technocrat overlords are going to force you to embrace it anyways. 
Yeah, I mean, if you read Bowling Alone, you know that diversity weakens us. What happened to uh, Legal Insurrection? Are they there? Okay. Student Loan Debt Forgiveness, a giveaway to Democrat overproduced elites. I would agree with that. What type of person gets a four-year college degree? And they what, what do they tend to vote after going to a college for four years? They tend to vote Democrat. So all these Democrats are massively in student loan debt. And we want to just, what, forgive them? Forgive their student loans? That would be a massive wealth transfer to Democrats from everybody. Fuck no. Okay? Fuck no. Maybe we can freeze the interest, but you do not get to cancel your student loan fucking debt. You made your bed. You will now lay in it. I'm sorry, but not sorry. Like the proverbial, proverbial cloak, broken clock, Atlantic takes break takes a break occasionally, not twice a day, from pushing fake anti-Trump narratives and derangement and runs an opinion article that sheds meaningful light on the pathologies that drives leftist cancer culture and authoritarian. One such article is the next decade could be even worse by Graham Wood. The article doesn't give away the important point, nor does the subtle headline. A historian believes that he has discovered iron laws that predict the rise and fall of societies. He is bad news. Anyone could have told you that, jackass. The article focuses on the views of UConn professor Peter Turchin, one of the world's experts on pine beetles and also possibly human beings. It's important to point out that our elite class is the problem. We have too many of them. They are too unproductive. Uh, replace elite with government. They're too unproductive. They turn on each other and on society to justify their own existence. Yep, the government again. Turnchin doesn't focus on the left, but it's, but points that the point that he makes is that the current political climate is most relevant to leftist cancel culture and aggressiveness. Am I going to read this whole thing? I'm not going to read this whole thing here. Turchin goes on to describe how overproduction of elites gives rise to counter-elites looking for allies among commoners, like Trump. Ooh, that is a good way to describe him. Or elite supporters of Trump, which leads to social strife, conflict, and potential breakdown. Having read and bookmarked this article, I thought overproduction of elites as Democrats launched to push a forgive $50,000 student loan debt by executive order in the Biden administration? Really? $50,000 wealth transfer to anyone who's got student loan debt by Biden. You know what's really fucking shitty? I'm literally about to pay off my student loan debt. I'm, I'm, they're, they're, it's about to be paid off. $12,000 from going to a two-year school. Getting, getting my two-year associate's degree. And I'm working my job. And I'm doing all right. Democrats are the party of overproduced elites, many of whom who took unsustainable government-backed debt in order to obtain illusionary elite status. 
a lot of them just want to party in the dorms for four years and prolong, you know, sustain teenage years. The counter elites already are making allies among commoners. The majority, it reminds me of that movie, um, God, what was that movie, uh, where they have their own college, they set up their own fake college. It was the South Hampton Institute of Technology. And they get accredited but for some reason. Uh, so one of, the, one of the main points is one of the characters, like one of the protagonists is like, oh man, we set up our college because, listen, people don't want to learn things. They want experience. They're going to pay you, you know, $10,000 a year to have fun pretty much. Whatever, it's free because it's government-backed loans. What do they care? It won't, it won't itself lead to strife and societal breakdown. Wait, the counter elite already are making allies among commoners. The majority of the country that didn't either go to college, went to college without taking up such debts, or paid down their student loan debts through working through college or after college. It won't itself lead to strife or societal breakdown, but it's another brick in the road. Why should a plumber or an electrician or factory worker or landscaper or parent who saved their entire lifetime for their kid's college or for students who couldn't take on excessive debt or who worked it off have to pay for Democrats with feminist dance theory degrees? Yeah. Uh, I saw this post from the Babylon Bee that said, uh, Plumber excited to pay for college of liberal student. It was like plumber who didn't go to college excited to pay for education of, you know, underwater basket weaving, whatever stupid shit they're going to study. Cancel Thanksgiving, says the Atlantic. The United States is now in what disaster preparedness experts once modeled as a worst case scenario. Guys, it's a worst case scenario out there. We are flooded with a highly transmittable virus that causes unpredictable symptoms. Sometimes mild, sometimes fatal. The curve is not flat, not even a curve. It's a line that points straight upward. More than a thousand Americans are dying every day on average. Soon that number will likely hit two. So remember how it went like this? And we like flatten the curve. Well then he's he's looking at right here and he's going, see that part how it's trailing up right there? Curve's not flattened. Wear your mask. In this pre precarious moment, many Americans are planning to celebrate Thanksgiving or traveling to have a dinner with 10 or more people. <gasps> Pandemic. Pandemic models generally account for such a behavior in the early stage of outbreak before people understand the nature, but not during the heart of a crisis. If this were an outbreak movie, the characters who were congregating in multi-generational units indoors to have boisterous conversations. Oh, everyone's going to be loud going <laughs> at each other over lengthy meals. And you're probably yelling at the screen. Oh, it's definitely, everyone's going to be infected. You're going to kill your grandma. Don't gather socially. Don't travel. Just end it, man. Just end living. That's what the author seems to be telling us here. I would never advocate suicide. 
I wonder how many people are going to kill themselves from being so fucking depressed and upset. Jesus Christ, man. Don't gather. Don't travel. Don't see your family. Fuck your grandma. She doesn't want to see you anyways. Here. What if you like, oh, your grandma's got like five years, you know, she's like 87 or something. And so you're not seeing her because you don't want to die. Then she dies anyways from not COVID, from like a heart attack. So what was the fucking point? You didn't fuck her, save her life. Those last moments are the most precious moments, man. You, there's so little time left. You shouldn't be wasting it. Same, no, you're trying to kill her. You're trying to fucking deprive grandma of being with her kids. You're the fucking sick bastards. I'm sure many grandparents would rather see their grandkids than fucking miss one Christmas with them. Especially if it could be their last Christmas or their second to last Christmas. Now, if you got like 10 Christmases left of your family, then I can see why you're like playing it safe. I mean, that's what my parents are doing. My parents are like, yep, uh, you know, you know, rack and moderate. We're like, we're in that, we're in that age bracket where we got to play safe. We don't want to die of the COVID. I'm like, yeah, I get it, man. You're like, you know, you're like 70 years old. What can you do? You know, I'm all sad. My parents are going to die someday. Thanks, chat. Thanks for mentioning how my mom and dad are old. Here's a guy, I got a story from the Washington Times here. It's kind of upset me. Assassination by Israeli agents exposes Iran linked to Al-Qaeda. I don't even really kill, care who they killed here. I was just like, what the hell? Israel has assassins and they're killing people. That's disgusting. Imagine if the United States had assassins and they were killing people around the world. I, I, I like that a lot better when we're drone striking people in, in open air and public. At least it's a military action. I don't like fucking CIA assassins killing people. Gross. Fucking Israel is assassinating people. Who's to say these Israeli agents won't assassinate you someday for your fucking think, your wrong speech? Tehran denies having role as a safe haven to high-level members of a terrorist group. And that's what they'll do. They'll accuse you of housing terrorist group members, and they'll start picking off peoples of your government. All right, I got I got some videos here for people submitted for me to watch. Okay, I gotta share this with my friend. Hold on. Share my screen. You guys should follow me on Discord too. It's in the it's in the description. This is on They had a Ferris wheel. They had all these lavish things. The only thing that separated them from them and the other Germans was the disease they had. Now, now listen. 
You know somebody who's, who's, who's ill with that's a disease. Like a disease. Are you going to have him amongst everybody else? No. That's you got to quarantine him. And when you quarantine somebody, you segregate him. So when you segregate him, you segregate him because what? You know, guys, I don't think quarantines are so bad anymore. Joke. So he segregated. And he put them, he put them, listen, he put them, listen, don't put out people on this. We're talking about your so-called people, okay? Because the Bible clearly talks about your people, okay? Now, if we go there, now, as I was saying, when he segregated these people, only thing he could do was try to give them the best they could possibly have until they died. And when they, and when they died, what they do? What they do? That lampshades! so much the Jewish person talking to the black Hebrew Israelites is my favorite thing ever please God I need all of these videos all the time
So-called white people. Alright, so explain the ventilation system then. Since you know so much about the gas chamber, she couldn't break it down. And then when I told her about it, what she do? I mean, the ventilation is, is it's actually really important, though. I mean, you could kill everybody in the place if you don't have the ventilation set up right. Uh, you have to have, like, a way of, like, moving air out and getting new air in and purging it. And uh, I'd be curious to know how it worked. Uh, my, my friend Saeed here is recommending another video. The Black Death. Oh, only restream link is in the description of the video. Or was I with that? Oh, okay. Let me um, let me uh, set. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, when I was talking, I'm talking to my, I'm talking to like people right now and people in the future. I'm time traveling right now. In case you guys didn't know, I'm talking to people in the past who are listening to this in the future. <laughs> Brain ink was blown, but yeah. Uh, if people are gonna listen to this in a recorded form, it is time traveling. Uh, did I get some? Did I lose a subscriber? Am I live? Go live. It should say I'm live. There I am. I'm live. Let's add description really quickly here. Bam. Saved. Okay. There you go. Thanks for reminding me to do that, Jeanette. I really appreciate that. Are you seeing God's chosen people isn't a supremacist at all? I'm saying laxism is real. Laxism is real. That's all I'm saying. Laxism is real. What is this? This has been this has been deleted from YouTube. Welcome back. So um, yesterday I'd done this video with regards to the Black Plague, and um, you know I was just thinking. What the fuck, bro? Bro, this is a little bit anti-Semitic for me, don't you think? Don't you fuck? Are you just trolling me right now, okay? I had never gone down this rabbit hole, and, and, you know, many of you may already know this. Okay, hold on, let me share this with you. It's a little bit fucking spicy for my taste, bro. I don't know this, I had never looked in. Guys, uh, by the way, we did we disavow all forms of hate on the show and channel. Uh, but one thing we do love is ideas and exploring ideas, even dangerous and bad and wrong ideas. Because, listen, ideas don't matter. They're not real. There's something inside your head. If you think that someday you're, when you die, you're going to go to heaven and you're going to meet all your loved ones in the, the pearly gates, or your prophet rose to heaven on a winged horse, or you'll be reincarnated, none of that fucking matters to the fact that we live in a physical reality and you need to reproduce. And if you don't reproduce, there's nothing left. What's going on inside your head doesn't matter for, for, for reproduction, for evolution. We didn't evolve to understand the universe. We evolved to reproduce and that's it. Into it and I don't know this. So, um, so I started looking at the plague. And it had come to my attention. I just thought about it. I said, wait a second. What the fuck is this? Rothschild's meet with the devil in Colorado. With the Illuminati. I live in Colorado. When did this happen? It seems that the plague seems to follow, you know, kind of the same pattern of where the Jews were being expelled and and all of that. So, you know, it just made me look No way. It's odd that all of this kind of went down at the same time. No so way. A map of what, you know, I've looked at what 
what countries were affected by how, by who, and everything. This was a map that I had found with regards to the outbreaks. And this, they've added some modern boundaries, if you notice here for reference. These are the cities with the outbreaks, how it spread. And then if you look here, it tells you basically how it went down. But if you notice this little gray spot here, relatively unaffected. Bro, that's like Poland and Ukraine. Those of you who uh, aren't familiar with your geography. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but apparently there's a lot of Jews in that area of Europe. I don't, I don't get with why that happened or how that, what's with it. Those of you who uh, aren't familiar with your geography, that is Poland slash Lithuania, Ukraine area. Belarus. Okay. I mean, you almost have the line. You know, you know, this is insane that you would put that right on the line, basically, of where this is, you know, unaffected. All right. Look at this. I mean, I mean, that is pretty interesting there. Uh, apparently, the border between um, Vienna and Bohemia is one of the oldest borders in the world. You're talking about all of Europe completely surrounded has been millions and millions and millions of people, they say, were killed by this, quote, plague. Well, Austria. They were killed by a plague, but not the same plague we've been told about for the last 600 years. All right. Disavow. So this plague originated in Poland and then went outward from there. Um, this plague likes banking institutions and controlling the media. And of course, there's no, you know, it's no secret that, you know, Poland was a haven, is a haven. And that's, you know, Polish Lithuanian community is, is, you know, the heart of this evil for <laughs> the most part. Um, what the and fuck? So, you know, you can go and look. Oh my god, what is you can't say that. to find out about uh, about that. So, but one particular thing that stood out. Guys, I do jokes around here. I don't actually believe this shit, okay? I do it cuz it's funny. People who believe this stuff I mean, you can believe whatever you want. To me was there was a book um well, this came up, and I said, you know, the Black Death, and, and it all started to click, and then I started to see things, and all you got to do is just, again, you scratch a lie or find a thief. That means you just ask one or two little questions, and then bang, you reveal what the hell's going on, right? <laughs> so I ordered a book. Um, let me see if I can find it here. Hang on. All right, here it is. I ordered this book. Um, it's called The Black Death. There, uh, this is basically filled with documents of, um, let me see if it's in here, but, but really it just, it's filled with many of the documents from the time. All right. So and we're going to scroll down to page 200. Wait, did you read this book? In that area of 200 or so. I, uh, like I said, I've ordered this book, so I'm going to go and check it out. You didn't order it yet. Uh, you know, it okay. doesn't show me all the pages, so that's problem, part of the problem. All right, but let's go look. Human agency, all right? Look at this. Well poisoning. Now, these are trans transcripts from actual letters, from actual, you can see the sources here. Um, when they t Okay, okay, Google. 
Did Jews poison wells in Europe? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask it this, okay? It's, the screen's loading. It's looking at me all confused like. I have to ask it again, okay? Let's try it again. Did Jews poison wells in Europe? It says the persecution of Jews during the Black Death. Jewish communities were falsely blamed for the outbreaks of the Black Death in Europe. Took place his chronicles and you know so guys not only did they not poison the wells they were falsely persecuted for it they're in fact the victims so these are people telling basically what they feel had happened um and many 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 jews thousands and thousands of jews were put to death for this for poisoning wells spring waters to kill christians all over to wipe out christians all over europe Okay, this is why they were being burned at the stake on September. Look at three. No, guys, it's right here in the Wikipedia article. Perceived Jewish immunity. There are many possible reasons why Jews were accused of the cause of the plague. One reason was the general sense of anti... Oh, yeah, that's what... Jews were also isolated communities. It's meant some places... In some places, that Jews were less affected. Additionally, there were many Jewish laws that promote cleanliness... A Jew must wash his or her hands before eating bread and after using the bathroom. It was customary for Jews to bathe once a week before Sabbath. A corpse must be washed before burial and so on. We all know about the 33, right? But, you know, this is insane. But all of these, all of these go into, uh, let, me, let me find one thing for you. Hold on a second. All right, here it is. So, and many Jews confessed as much under torture that they had, they had bred spiders, toads, and pots and pans, and had obtained poison from overseas. And then not every Jew knew about it. The weakness only the more powerful ones, so that it, you know, it doesn't become betrayed. So, uh, so that it would not be betrayed. As evidence of this heinous crime, men. Okay, but hold on, you guys. Evidence gained through torture is not very credible. Remember how they tortured all the Nazi people and all their testimonies you could say are like not valid because they were tortured to say things? Men say that they that bags full of poison were found in many wells and springs as a result in cities, so on and so forth. They ended up, um, if you read on and on, they blocked off a lot of the wells. They block off all the springs from people using them. They say that, it, you know, during the winter time, the, the plague, you know, many of the... Locals thought the plague had gone away, if you will, because of winter time, but then it came back up at the springtime. That's because the water was frozen, ice was frozen. <laughs> you know, that, that's what it boils down to. Um, you know, and they say this is God's vengeance for, for, for you know, exiling Jews. And it's just garbage. But uh, I'm looking for one particular thing. Hold on, sorry. Okay, this is the part I was looking for. So, um, so these are confessions. There's a few confessions in here. I think there was a total of 11 confessions in here on Friday, 13, uh, Friday October 10th, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they were shown to be guilty of trying to kill Christians by poisoning springs, wells, and other things used by them were accordingly punished. Okay, um, this is the guy's name. A Jew who had been staying at Geneva and was imprisoned in the castle there was put briefly to the question, and then afterwards, after a long interval, 
he was put to the question again, this time to a moderate extent, whereupon he confessed in the presence of many credible witnesses that things unfolded below. Firstly, that, so basically he goes on to say that a rabbi, this rabbi here, Peyret, realized he would see their skip pages, so I bought the book, realized that there were, this guy's going out there, and he basically had this plan. After a long interval, the rabbi in Chambry, and one day the rabbi called him and took him to a chamber and said, look, here's poison in a paper cornet. Take it and put it in the well of whatever, near the house of Rabbi Peyret, and ordered him under pain of excommunication to do this, and so poison the people who drink the water and not to tell anybody. All right? They did this many, many. Okay. I got here. Pope Clement VI tried to protect Jewish communities by issuing two papal bulls in 1348. Same time this is going down here. On July 6th and September 26th, saying that those who blamed the plague on the Jews had been seduced, quote, seduced by that liar, the devil, end quote. And he wanted to emphasize that, quote, it cannot be true that Jews, by such heinous crime, are the cause or occasion of the plague, because through many parts of the world, the same plague, by the hidden judgment of God, has afflicted and afflicts the Jews themselves and many other races who never lived alongside them, end quote. He urged clergy to take action to protect Jews and offered them papal protection in the city of Avignon in his in this Clement was aided by his research of his perceived physician Gal de Shola who argued from his own treatment of the infected that Jews were not to blame Clement's efforts were part undone by the newly elected Charles IV Holy Roman Empire making it making property of Jews killed in riots forfeit, <laughs> giving local authorities a financial incentive to turn a blind eye. Damn! Based! Based! Based Charles IV! <laughs> Fuck you, Pope! You're not even the real Pope anyways. You're in France. What's with this two Popes we got going on here? Probably not dual dual Pope situation. And what time is it, you guys? What? How long have I been recording here? Uh, about two hours, one hour, forty-five minutes. Yeah, we'll. Ca I guess we'll call it there. Why? Why is my audio only coming from one side? Mike, check. Mike, check. Oh God, I'll have to fix that in post. Oh, <sighs> well, it's being it's my being recorded. Anyways. So I don't think I'm gonna call this the end of my show right now. I gotta watch some documentaries, especially about World War II. Some untold truths, the greatest story never told. Oh God, it's six hours long. It sounds good. What is this? What is this shit? Oh no. But the same guy. This guy's based. Officer didn't get in trouble for it. He's a fanatic. Oh, oh, it's a movie, Adolf Hitler, The Greatest Story Never Told. 
guys. They weren't shower rooms. They were. They disguised them. They took a bunch of gas chambers and made them look like shower rooms. They would never shower people. It never happened. They just killed people all the time. Alright, that is the end of my broadcast, you guys. I have to go to bed now. Calling it quits. Another live stream tomorrow. Make sure you follow me and all of the other alt tech ways I say to. I, I mean, we'll put, let's put it up on the stream. I am on Twitter, Discord, Facebook, Minds, Parlor, Gab, YouTube, BitChute, Streamlabs, Subscribestar. I got an email. I got a Reddit. I got a PayPal. I got a Twitch. I got a DLive. I got a Facebook. I got a Discord too. Let's let's throw the Discord in the chat for the boys out there, boys and girls. I was banned from YouTube for fucking speaking the truth about election fraud. That's the my, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Not for hate speech. That was a cover. Anyway, so good night, you guys. Uh, I'm gonna kick it real, kick it out of here. Uh, you have a you have a great day. Future episodes coming out every other day it seems. Every every day, I feel like it. You know, I got the wife and shit. Take care, you guys. Also, hang off me Discord when I'm not live streaming. I'm always in the Discord. We can play video games together. You can just—it's it, like the show, but without a live audience. It's just—it's just you and me in the chat. And I and I and I try to get you to take off your clothes, and send me nudes. Don't do that if you are underage, by the way. I don't want to see it. And, and send, especially if you're a dude. I want to see that so bad. Send me your taint shots, please. Uh, <laughs> Okay, you guys. The ladies who are listening, do not send me your nudes. I don't want that. I only want the dudes. I, I want something I can jack off to, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Jeanette. I appreciate the fact that you subbed to my alternate channel. You you were one of the few people who took my advice when I said, please sub to my alternate channel. I could get banned. <sighs> Take care, you guys. I'm out of here. Bye, bye, bye.